India has been focusing heavily on the renewable sector. The country has made two significant commitments at the COP27 summit. It promised to meet 50% of its energy needs from renewable fuels by 2030. It also intends to do a transition to a net zero carbon economy by 2070. India's phase transition commitment is an important commitment according to the environment minister Bhupendra Yadav. In light of this, What can the renewable sector expect from the upcoming budget? Will the budget see an increased focus on electric vehicles? Will there be more production linked incentives for the sector? Hello and welcome to Business Line's special series on the budget. In today's episode, I talk to Gaurav Moda, partner, energy sector leader from EY India who helps decode these questions. Hi Gaurav, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me. So Gaurav, how are you doing? very good it's exciting times in the whole energy sector so using yeah, the sector for ey is very interesting in the market right. okay so what do you expect from the budget with regards to renewables so if you look at um, development of renewable sector in the in the country mm-hmm. um the recent national hydrogen mission and the announcements around green hydrogen have given big philip to overall renewables expansion in the country especially given that there is round the clock requirement that is linked to hydrogen and therefore renewables and hydrogen play an intermingling role now if you look at um, all the activities that have happened in the market around renewables and linked to hydrogen the recent announcements a good number of these activities and announcements have focused on the generation of uh, renewables and hydrogen where the incentives of 2 billion dollars have been given 100 billion dollars of potential investments for hydrogen production localization of electrolyzers happened but there is a second and a third leg also to making sure this all of this sees a reality of the day the second leg is the transmission and distribution which is movement of all of this uh, hydrogen and renewable electricity that that's made third is consumption so are there enough uh, build up towards actual consumption of such hydrogen renewables being generated in the market so in that context is where uh, i would expect a few things that the budget or on an ongoing basis the government may want to consider um on consumption for example majority of the indian big companies listed in on stock exchange or otherwise have been asked to set up their esg agenda and their net zero agenda now the next step towards setting up beyond the agenda is what they may what actual actions they may undertake for that which will contribute towards net zero of india as a country and majority of those actions will be around enhancing their consumption of energy or otherwise towards renewables or towards hydrogen so incentives for consumption companies and us to move more towards renewables will make a big difference secondly um when renewable players for generation players are trying to sell a majority of their electricity to the grid there are also certain restrictions around how much they can sell directly locally to local commercial a local commercial tends to be fairly um useful proposition and good pricing so if those restrictions could be a little flexible 
that will allow the renewable market to play a little better and earn a little more on a standalone basis versus always lifelong being dependent upon uh, incentives and purchase on the grid grid third of course is the carbon credits market and more clarity and more incentives around how will that work um it's it's building up but uh, more clarity on that and how generation players could also get some kind of credit mechanism if there is a possibility not just the distribution companies so this all of this is towards increasing the consumption which will push the overall renewables ecosystem second to this of course is the transmission and distribution as i said where transmission of hydrogen is depended upon how much hydrogen can be mixed into gas in the pipelines or how it can be transported it's very highly combustible uh, energy uh, way so how do we build mechanisms for that similarly in renewables local distribution becomes a challenge while national grids are available but local grids and setting them up quickly so that evacuation can happen some of those things could be looked at and considered so to facilitate smooth energy transition what do we exactly expect from the budget so i would to put it in a very simple manner i would say energy transition is about generating new forms of energy and it is as much about consuming such new forms of energy so a lot of in- incentives initiatives currently are focused on generation if more initiatives can be also focused on enhancing consumption as i said in terms of towards net zero actual actions or more provision for local commercial or carbon credits consumption increase is what has driven india as a country india is a consuming market so consumers will drive any transition in any industry and energy transition is no different so how do we get consumers incentivized and interested is what will help shape this much faster okay all right and talking about electric vehicles as we see most companies are focusing a lot on electric vehicles there have been lots of investment about the same so do we expect any major announcement by the government with regards to electric vehicles so if you look at some of the global uh, examples number of countries have pushed strong regulations to increase penetration of electric vehicles china put in a huge penalty for any two wheeler which is not electric and therefore it had 99% 0.9% two wheelers which are electric now india has taken a much more democratic approach where we are incentivizing electric vehicles rather than pushing them down uh, everyone to buy and i think that is the right thing to do because that is where it will sustain for a long period of time that's how we as a democratic country will also play now in that context i think um, uh, there are some differences in terms of how evs are taxed whether two wheelers or four wheelers vis-a-vis regular cars and two wheelers so some of those taxation differences and irregularities could be streamlined that will definitely help beyond that i think it's less a question of what budget can do it's more a question of uh, building enough number of electric vehicles in the indian market 
to allow that portion of the ecosystem to develop for all the auto companies are coming out with number of uh, types of evs but are there enough charging stations and government has incentivized and asked number of the government companies psus to really shape up and uh, build up charging stations across the country so some of those initiatives can be reiterated in the budget to push it uh, to the next level what are the key tax adjustments or tax reforms that the sector is expecting from this budget i think if i look go back to the uh, conversation on renewables on tax or on incentives some aspects on consumption to promote consumption and some aspects on promoting investment into transmission of renewables and hydrogen i think those are the two areas i would say for uh, tax and incentive opportunities on evs uh, the one is tax regularization of evs versus other vehicles and second is um, is tax incentivization to push more number of charging locations across the country will be important i think there is a third angle also here which is that india still consumes majority of its um, transport in terms of oil and gas and as all of us know 80% of oil and gas is imported into the country the government of india and thanks to the ministry they have taken a big new large initiative where they have opened up new parts of india's oceans and seas for exploration of new oil and gas uh, by international players now when these international players are coming in and evaluating investing into traditional oil and gas requirements their own investors in the western markets are expecting them to also do renewables to to meet their net zero requirements so in that context therefore what kind of tax regimes and policy regimes will make it more interesting for international investors to invest into traditional oil and gas and to do quid pro quo on renewables and hydrogen to balance their act could also be a very very large play for government to consider okay all right and talking about the capacity for renewable mm-hmm. energy what do we expect the government to do and how is the capacity of india with regards to that how can that be improved so a lot has been spoken about and discussed about current renewables capacity growing very fast i mean but as of now in terms of the market expectations we are maybe 10 or 15% of where we should be by 2030 so that leaves a huge space for investments and capacity expansions to happen all of that capacity expansion at the end of the day is still generation the moment we start thinking not just capacity we start thinking consumption is when all of that capacity will start seeing that it can be sold and therefore it will actually start happening much faster so the question is as much about capacity as it is about increasing renewables electricity and hydrogen related consumption in the market then capacity expansion will be very fast because then all of this will be market driven versus just seeking incentives in the budget and uh, gorov 
production linked incentive schemes have mm-hmm. played a major role when it comes to yes. the sector renewable sector so do we expect the government to announce new schemes so the recent announcements around national hydrogen mission uh, which was about 19000 crores uh, has preempted some of the budget requirements but that 19000 crores uh, will go towards uh, ex- helping enhance these capacity requirements what may also happen in the budget is further specifics and details on how this outlay will be utilized and spread especially towards domestic manufacturing of electrolyzers which is the largest portion of the capital investment required for renewables through green hydrogen so more details and specifics on that so more clarity on the recent announcements will help the outlay has already been made um outlay can always increase in terms of actual money spent but uh, how the outlay will be spread out how it can be utilized by the players in the market uh, and how that 2 to 1/2 3 billion dollars of outlay will lead to 100 billion dollars of investments for renewables is is what needs to be looked at so the yes. government is also extremely committed to focus on renewable energy to increase uh, climate commitments for that matter so how do you think india as a whole is placed when it comes to the renewable sector because as you yourself mentioned that we are still very much dependent on uh, oil and gas for that matter so where does the sector stand how much importance does the government to give to the sector so um if the question is about importance of renewables as a sector and how government is thinking about it this is right now the top of the conversation not just in government circles but also across most of the top corporate clients that i'm interacting with um if i look back 5 uh, years pre covid years a lot of this was mostly conversations that yes let's do something about it what i see now is let's invest into it and let's see how we can make money out of it as soon as the ecosystem starts thinking and discussing how do we make money out of this new regime and new businesses of renewables it automatically takes off because then that what that tells us is that there is enough commercial interest to towards the success of making this happen and that i'm seeing happening in majority of my conversations of late with our clients coming to a very important point green finances can you explain a bit about it and what can we expect from the budget about the same there are some who are saying that it will be a very important part of the budget there will be lots of talks about it so can you give share your takeaways for the same sure sure so to put it very simplistically green financing green funding is essentially about segregating financing and funding that is purely focused for enhancing renewables and green and this is a phenomenon true across the world there are a number of global financial institutions private equity funds which have either allocated a good large portion of their funds or have become green funds on their own to focus investments and funding 
purely for enhancing renewables and new energies across the world. So in the same context, the government in its budget or otherwise uh, may also be thinking on how it can allocate a good portion of its finances, whether directly or indirectly through banks, towards purely priority sector lending in a way for green and renewables to build up. So in that context, how a larger portion of the funds can be pushed towards this is what this will be about. And question one will be how much? Question two will be the mechanisms to uh, allocate and take that further away. Because there are lots and lots of types of players in the market. So it's not just a question of just doling out loans and funds and they become bad debt at the end of it. But being careful, yet ensuring that there is, a, there is enough push towards green financing to expand the market for renewables in the country. Okay. And talking about solar and wind energy, how can the government give a boost to the same? So, so in terms of solar, India is probably one of the world's largest already and a big market leader. Um, a big boost that is coming to both solar and wind is because of green hydrogen. Because to generate green hydrogen, you require solar in the day. And to keep it running across the 24 hours, you require wind at night. And that combination of hydrogen with requirement of solar and wind, this combination is therefore picking up speed in a big way in India, not just across uh, public sector and government push, but also private sector. You've heard and seen number of our largest conglomerates also taking the initiative of making their investment announcements. Having said that, there are also standalone large investments which um, are getting incentivized and pushed for solar as well as wind. For example, um, um, some of the southern states of India have very high wind potential, not just on land, but also in the sea, offshore wind, as we call it. And those very large wind potential are now being looked at by wind players and electricity players uh, to how to extract that and make more wind energy investments and capacities happen. So we will be seeing more of that. But a good portion of this expansion will be linked, as I said, across hydrogen versus solar versus wind to make it happen collectively. So basically the investment has to be proportionate with regards to the same. Yeah, yeah. The budget will not talk about any major GST announcement. The GST council will deal with that. But are there expectations from the sector with regards to reduction of GST slab or something like some announcement? Expectations always exist, as you can imagine. The decision, as you said, may rest with the GST council and the budget may take that into consideration and definitely consider. At the end of the day, all of the GST is making the energy transition more expensive for consumption. And like I said in the very beginning, the more we incentivize and push consumption, the more the faster we will see the transition. So any scope on GST, whether through the budget or through the GST council, will be very, very welcome. And what do you think should be one of the most important focus area for the government when it comes to the renewable sector? So I think there is uh, a lot of interest from all players, including the government itself, on, on renewable generation. 
I think the more we can enhance, um, incentivize consumption, carbon credits market, how do we convert a huge proportion of our medium and small enterprises segment, medium-sized industries, small industries, who currently consume whether diesel or coal or otherwise, how do we convert them to renewables usage or other usage? I think that will be key. And a portion of this will also be linked to how the carbon credits market can be built up uh, comprehensively in India, because that will not just allow us to play in the local market, but also cross-sell and sell that to global other countries who are also looking at meet, meeting their net zero requirements and may want to put that uh, money into India and buy carbon credits. So how some of this can be done, this is, I would say, is the key takeaway. And Gaurav, to sum up, what do you think might be the possible declarations from the union budget with regards to the renewable sector? Hopefully everything that we've discussed in the last 15-20 minutes. But um, I would uh, I would not want to predict. Uh, our government has shown very strong commitment towards energy transition, towards net zero, and towards renewable and hydrogen. Um, Look forward to all the key announcements towards the things that we've discussed. All right, Gaurav. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If, if you like it, please subscribe and share. Thank you.